Welcome everybody, episode 237 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Corey. Uh, Eric is uh, two days out from his wedding, so he is not going to be on for this episode. So uh, we hope to have him back next week, right? You'd hope. Yeah. I think so. Unless he's running away on his honeymoon. (laughs) Well, he is is, going to be moving by the end of February, too, so... uh, you know, we'll probably see him for a couple episodes in February, but then uh, probably not again until he gets settled down in his new new digs in in Virginia. So, um, but he did send in his thoughts for today's topic, which is the division beta. Uh, we all, I don't know, Will, did you get a chance to play the division beta? Uh, no, I didn't play it. No, okay. Uh, I know at least me, Corey, and Eric all played a decent amount of it. Anyway. Uh, yeah. n- enough to get a feel for what the game's about. I talked about it a little bit last week, and um, I'll be interested to hear what Corey's thoughts on it are, and as well as Eric's thoughts. So, uh, anyone have anything you want to tease for later on the episode? Uh, I don't think I really played anything new, Dan. Okay. I didn't really. I played about an hour, maybe hour and a half of Rise of the Tomb Raider. So I'll okay. talk about my very, very brief first impressions of it. I didn't get to play it nearly as much as I would have liked, but I'll talk about my thoughts so far. Um, and that's that's all I played. What about you, Corey? Nothing new for me, just more of The Witness and The Division. Okay, sounds good. Well, let's get right into The Division beta. I want to hear your, your thoughts and what you took out of it, Corey. Well, my biggest... The reason I'm a fan of The Division, the main reason, is that I've, for a very long time, been looking for a competitive shooter that, when you got shot, you didn't die instantly. Uh And this is it. Oh, Finally. Yeah. (laughs) Like the old Halos, you know? You had a a good amount of... You could take a good number of bullets before you finally went down. And this is another thing The Division does. And... Because of that, it kind of makes the game feel more like almost like you have a health bar. Yeah, uh, like it's, a, a, it's an RPG. Exactly, and and it feels like that too in the way you pick up loot, and mm-hmm. you know there's different rarities of loot. At least I think there is. Yeah, right. Yep. Color coded. Mm-hmm. You know, you get all that, and uh, the drops are random. I, I assume Eric and I were getting different things when we were playing together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's also a really interesting multiplayer aspect to the game in the dark zones which i had a good time with as Mm -hmm. well um i don't know how far you want to get into it dan but those are my at least my initial thoughts okay well i mean let's talk about the single player stuff first because that's that's really what i liked about the game um even though i mean most of my problems with the actual division beta were the limitations because it was a beta not the game itself um the stuff in the game i really liked uh, my, my main problems were that you didn't get to see uh, very much of the of the world. You know, you had a very small section of the world that you got to play in. Uh, and a lot of the abilities and, like, crafting and stuff were all locked out because of the beta. Um, that's all stuff that I really like. Um, but, again, that's the, be- the fault of the beta, not the actual game. So uh, I really like the all the RPG elements in, involved in it. Um, you know, it's a, it's a numbers game, you know crit chance all that fun stuff you know it's almost like like darkest dungeon like mm-hmm. that, in, that, in that sort of way um i also the like skill tree Sorry. yeah yeah i also one of the things i think they did that is really smart is make the gear that makes you look different 
is not stuff that changes your stats. Mm-hmm. Like, like clothing is a completely separate thing. So you can you can have your character look however they want, but be equipped with with different you know stuff for your your stats. Which I, I, like I think I think is smart. The fashion aspect of these kind of games is super important. Oh yeah, especially because it's third person and you see your character all the time. You know, you yeah. want your character to look cool. It's just I, uh, it's natural. I ended up giving my guy a cool orange parka and a ball cap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, and I can imagine there's going to be you know once the full game releases, there's going to be a lot of different stuff that you can equip on your on your character. Uh, I mean, what did you think about the like the missions and the, and the like the side missions and stuff? How did you feel about all that stuff? I'm kind of uh, in wait and see mode on that stuff because yeah. what what I played it was all very straightforward. It was kill the bad guys and go to waypoint yeah. X Y Z, and it was fun. But if it the the beta didn't demonstrate enough variation in no. missions for me to get excited about that side of it, totally. You know what I mean? It didn't look like there was much room for creativity just based on what we saw in the beta. I'm not saying that there there isn't that, but uh, there's just, just such a small slice of it in the beta right. that who knows. And and my worry is that it's just going to be that right for the entirety of the single player yeah campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, go to waypoint, shoot the bad guys, go home. Yeah. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I I. I I think I'm going to get it. And okay. one of the reasons I'm going to get it is uh, one of my friends is a huge Tom Clancy fan. Mm-hmm. And he said he was really addicted to The Division. Okay. And I know he's going to buy it and I know he's going to play it. Yep. Which for me, and I, I think Eric feels the same way, uh, it's it's uh, it's definitely one of those games that if you have people to play it with, Absolutely. you're going to get a lot more out of it than if, you know, yeah. you don't. It's a buy so for me. It's a buy for me too. on PC. Is that what's happening? I think so. All right. It's a buy for me, anyway. I told, I said that last week. I haven't, haven't, haven't changed my mind. Yeah, and uh, I mean, another thing I really like about it is just the fact that it's in New York City. Yeah, and you know, I, I lived a, there for. Go a, ahead. A very well recreated New York City, too. Oh yeah. Yep. I lived there for three years, and uh, the game starts you off in Chelsea, uh, which is an area I was familiar with, and you know, just every. Now, I don't want to say every street corner. I'm not one of those people who knows uh, New York City like the back of their hand. But, right. uh, you know, you can you can pick out things here and there. It's like, oh, my gosh, that's so familiar. Yeah. So that's always a good aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I kind of like the, the backstory. You know, there yeah. was uh, was it a biological terrorist attack? Yeah. That so. uh, they're trying to recover from. And is it just New York City that's under attack and and the agents are infiltrating or is it broader than that? I don't know if it ever says in the brief story bits that you get from the, the beta in the game. Yeah. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. But they do a good job of, uh, immersion through environment and the the weather effects. Oh, as well. That's one thing I forgot to talk about last week. Um, there was at one point where I was fighting, it was, it was at night and there was a blizzard and it was mm-hmm. really, really hard to see. Like it would be if you were like, you know, in a in a city, a downtown part of a city, and you know the wind was whipping and blowing snow everywhere. And like I was trying to shoot guys off in the distance, and one of them had a had a light, I think, on his rifle or something, and it made it even harder to like to hit, even though I could see the light. Like I couldn't, you know, it was yeah. weird. It was just it really, really was well done, 
really worked. The the laser sight would like reflect on the snow. Yeah, it was it was neat. That's cool. So there's snow. Oh yeah, there's <laughs> wheels in. There's always snow. <laughs> yeah, and even like they talked about this uh, maybe when the when they first announced the game. The I don't even know what they call it, but like if it doesn't snow for a few days, like the snow will kind of like melt off the roads and they'll turn more like slushy and stuff. But if it, you know, if you just get over a snow, then never get over a snowstorm or whatever, or snowfall, there'll be like a decent amount of snow on the roads. And it's mostly snow, only a few spots of, of slush. It's just small stuff like that. Like really, wow. really helps with the immersion of the game. I thought definitely Eric and I kept saying, uh, we had a similar, similar situation to you, Dan, we were in the dark zone. And uh, the snow just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And we kept saying back and forth how, how cool it, yeah. it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it got to the point where you couldn't see that far in front of you. Yep. Yep. Very cool. Uh, yeah, let's talk about this dark zone. I mean, my dark zone experience was, was very brief but because uh, I mostly wanted to focus on the single-player stuff. Um, what was your experience with the dark zone? I really enjoyed the dark zone. I think it's it's really clever. Mm-hmm. uh the way they do PvP. Yeah. Uh, the way it works is you go into the dark zone and it's bracketed off by level. I think the the starter one is levels five through nine or something like that. No, it's I think it's one through five and then five through, five. through nine. And then five through nine? Yeah. Okay. Well, in the beta, they start you off at level four, I think. Oh, yeah, I think you might be right. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. But uh, they try to keep you with people of similar level. And the way it works is you there are NPCs you can kill and missions you can do, uh, but you're doing it in a area full of other players. Mm-hmm. And they can kill you if they want. And take your but, stuff. Yeah, kill you, take your stuff. But if they do, they go what's called rogue, which means you are able to be killed by any other player characters. Uh, so if you do decide you want to kill somebody and take his loot and it's cool. Cause you can see the loot hanging on them. Yep. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. It's a yellow uh, bag hanging off the yep. back of, uh, off the bottom of your backpack. So if Dan and I don't know each other and we're running around, <coughs> I see Dan and his, he's got four hunks of loot hanging off his backpack and it's just him. And we're in a dark alley. I could shoot at him and, and try and kill him. Um, he can also kill me back, but if I kill him, I can take his stuff but then I'm rogue for like a minute and a half or something like that. Yeah. So uh, I would have to either, um, what's it called when the helicopter comes in and you send your loot out? Uh, extraction. Extraction. Thank you, Will. Even Will, <laughs> yeah. didn't, Will didn't play the game and you knew what it was. The words aren't coming to me today. But uh, yeah, you, you need to extract the loot. Um, but in that minute and a half, any of the other player, players can come and kill you. So you kind of have to hold your own. However, you can also be in a group. And from what we understand, Eric and I were playing a little bit. And, you know, just to, for science, as Dan likes to say, we were trying to kill people and take their loot and yeah. see what it's like to go rogue. Uh, we kept running into this other group of, I think there were four four of them, maybe five of them. Wow. Um, and at first, you know, we took a couple shots at them, and then they wiped the floor with us uh, enough times where we're like, all right, just leave us alone. And you can hear the voice chat in yeah. the area. It's got proximity voice chat. Right. So they were talking to each other, and Eric was talking back to them and was calling them bullies and stuff because they <laughs> – I mean, they kept <laughs> killing us, but to be fair, we did shoot at them right. first. Right. Um, but they said, oh, you know, we're not bullies. And then they said, you know, we could all group up if you want. And apparently they were saying there was like a 10 to 12 
person group uh, that was just cleaning up the the area before. But I like it because it's, it's going to be like an ebb and flow kind of thing. Like, yeah, that'll happen where there'll be groups that will overpower. But eventually it'll get to the point where, you know, enough people are going to latch on to not let that happen. You yeah. know, it's going to have that back and forth kind of thing. Um, Good versus evil. Yeah. And Eric and I uh, agreed at one point. We're like, all right, we're not going to kill anybody unless we find somebody alone. You know, with with no other players around them, uh-huh. uh, and that ended up happening. We found one guy who actually helped us kill another guy who was rogue. Oh, okay, so the three of us killed that one guy. Then Eric and I turned on the guy that helped us <laughs> and killed him, uh-huh. and uh, took his stuff. And we were rogue for ninety seconds. Um, so we took off and hid in the subways, which worked out really nice. Yeah, because uh, just as the time expired, uh, a group got to us, but. Pretty much right when they saw us is when we clicked over from being rogue to not being rogue, so uh-huh. we were in the clear. Um, and then, of course, you got to take your stuff. you got to take it to an extraction point. You summon the helicopter. Uh, it takes two minutes or something like that yeah. for the helicopter to come, and then you can load your stuff on the helicopter and get it out of there. Otherwise, it's, it's pretty much anybody's uh, loot at that point because if they kill you, it's there. So yeah. the goal is to extract whatever you find. Yeah. Now, question. Yeah. How big is the Dark Zone areas? It's pretty big. I want to say, like, 20 blocks. Wow. Yeah. They, again, they, they had they had a lot of it sectioned off because of the beta, but it does seem like it's going to be pretty big. Yep. So, Actually, Eric and I went on a mission to find my place of work. Oh, yeah? In Midtown, but uh, that was... If you looked at the mini map, it was uh, read it out, uh-huh. but it didn't say uh, Dark Zone. So I don't know if maybe that's DLC plans or I don't know something like that. It, pro- it probably is because it's like Rockefeller Center and all that stuff. I'm sure that's gonna be that might even be in like the the main game, higher level Dark Zone maybe. No, it might might be part of the regular oh, world. single player. Because yeah. I know they like I said they only gave you a very very small piece of of the actual full size of the map. Yeah. I was trying to, I was trying to sort out like what, what parts were actually going to be in the game. Eric said they're adding Brooklyn. All right. I mean, Brooklyn was supposed to be in the vanilla game, but I can imagine they'll add it later. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Eric, I'll read his thoughts. Yeah. Cause I got him up right here. Uh-huh. He says it was just okay for me. I would never play that game by myself after the initial curiosity wore off. Darkstone has its high moments, but unless you're in a group, I think the lows will far outweigh the highs. Probably a very fun game if you've got a consistent crew and a decent amount of time in your hands. But for me, it was meh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think that's uh, a lot of what we said as well yeah. at, at this point. I don't think it's an like a, a great game or an awesome game, but I think it's interesting enough to uh, to warrant some some time spent in it. and. Uh, Green Man Gaming has sales on on Ubisoft games. A lot of times, where you can get them for like thirty four bucks, thirty five bucks. I think it's new. Yeah, it's well worth that. So. Yeah, I think I think so too. Uh, and and for me, it's just it goes back to the having the to play RPG with. aspect of it. Yeah, of the game. That's what I like so much about it. You know, I've been waiting for a competitive shooter yeah. that that does that stuff. And it's it's you know it's like there's roles to yeah. play in a group too. Eric uh, was healing me a lot. I got the uh, the what's the shield called? Oh, uh, like shield? riot shield. Yeah, 
the riot shield and I would just like beeline for the bad guys and they'd be shooting at me and you know that would open up other opportunities for teammates to flank them and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, I could definitely it that it even though it's a you know a, a competitive shooter um, it also maintains that Tom Clancy-ness to it uh-huh. you know a little bit of tactical uh, teamwork here and there so right. I don't know I, I, I enjoyed it yeah stylish too yeah the way uh, you open up your, the mini map opens up underneath you, and somebody was complaining about uh, the way it looked versus what they showed us at E3 last year. Yeah, I guess it would be two years ago at this point. I don't know. I thought um, it looked really good on my computer. Yeah, I had it on. I don't know. I think I had it on medium, and I thought, you know, I thought it looked fine. Yeah, it looked really good on my computer. I can't complain so, about how the graphics looked. I, I will agree that it was a step back from what they showed us but it wasn't well yeah it's a staple for ubisoft <laughs> that is true so so it's a buy for you Corey. yeah i mean de- depending on my funding at, right. the po- at the point the game comes out but when right. does it come out march 8th March 8th. Ooh, that's right around the corner yeah hmm. i thought it was earlier than that no march 8th PC, PS4, okay. Xbox One. Oh, okay. So. I don't know. This or Overwatch. Well, Overwatch isn't coming out until, like, June, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. something like that. You got some time. Definitely got some time. Okay. Did th- you... Go ahead, Corey. I was just going to ask you guys if uh, you messed around in the uh, the modding and all that kind of stuff. Modding for what? For what? Weapons and... Oh, yeah, of course. That's what they I'm have. Like. They have like crafting. Yeah, I wonder what the crafting is going to involve. I don't know. I wish they had had at least a little bit of crafting in the in the beta. It's probably but, the type of thing where you tear down. Yes, crappy gear and get components. Yeah. That would be my guess. But and that's a that's a something we overlooked is the base building aspect of it too. You know, you can yeah. upgrade. Uh, what there's the medical wing, the technology wing, and the something. Security wing. security wing security wing that's all They're another all, aspect of those are tied to, tied to your uh your abilities too so you have a have a desire to upgrade those because you can upgrade your abilities from it yeah through it so yes sir okay yeah i was i was i've been interested i've been wanting to ask you your thoughts but i figured we would just talk about it on the podcast yeah i Tried to stream it, for, but from what I understand, the stream was not working very well. I don't know that. I think there's something wrong with uh, the the OBS server. Uh-huh. So, okay. Are you dropping frames still, or no? No, it's uh, oh. working now. I'm, oh, good. I switched to Chicago rather than New York City. Okay. It's apropos that the New York City <laughs> server is bad for the division. For the division, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> okay, maybe that's some sort of viral marketing that they were doing. I like that. All right. Shall we move on to nibble bits? Sure. Okay. Will, do you have any nibble bits? I do, Dan. I have right. one. Let's hear um, The new Smash characters uh, came out last night, uh, Corrin and Bayonetta, and I uh, dabbled with them a little bit. So uh, pick those characters up because they're pretty cool and combo-esque characters. So if you're into doing combos... Uh, 
pretty flashy characters, I guess is the way to put it. What's uh-huh. Corrin from? Uh, he's the protagonist, or she's the protagonist from the new Fire Emblem. Oh, okay. Um, I think I like Corrin more than Bayonetta. Yeah, nice. Uh, but both are pretty. <coughs> awesome. Ooh, what was that? Cough. Did some brains come out in that cough? <laughs> oh, that was nothing. <laughs> These aren't clone characters, are they? Well, they are not clone characters. Um, That's good. I think. Th- I mean, there's some, like, same sort of abilities, like, Corrin's down B uh, is a, like, counter. Uh, and a lot of the Fire Emblem characters will have that counter. Mm-hmm. But that's just, like, I don't know. I don't, he has, like, different moves, though, in, in general. Okay. I, in my opinion. Some people said he's like Marth, but I kind of think he plays a little bit differently. Okay. But, yeah, that's it for me. All right, what do you got, Corey? I got quite a few, actually. The biggest news for me, anyway, is the big changes coming to Hearthstone. I don't know if you guys read about it at all. I heard a little bit about it, yeah. But the long and the short of it is that they are removing certain expansions from competitive play. Sort of. The metagame has sort of been out of hand, um... According to some people, I would argue that it's it's just fine, but that's just me. Uh, so what they're going to do is they're going to split the expansion packs into two different competitive categories. One being wild, which is any card pack from any expansion is fair game. And I forget the name of the other one, but it's only going to have the last like two or three expansions. So every time a new expansion comes out, it will bump out an older one from that, that mode. Does that mean Nax Ramus would be the one that's eliminated? Yes. Okay. Yes, it does. Uh, and Goblins vs. Gnomes? Yeah, okay. Yep, I think. So it would be Blackrock Mountain. Uh, League of Explorers. And Grand Tournament? Grand Tournament, yep. Okay. Uh, at least initially, until the next one comes out. Um, a lot of people are upset. A lot of people are demanding refunds because they spent all the dust to craft golden cards that they thought would be used for competitive play forever. Uh, so, of course, people are upset about that. But, again, they're not removing. You know, you can still use those cards in one form of competitive play. It's just separate from, I don't know. Is there any difference between the other than the cards that you can use? Like, do you no. rank up differently? No. So everything's it's i mean it's its own category so it's a different ranking yeah uh but no everything else will stay the same okay that doesn't sound too bad then not to me because i've never i've never disenchanted a bunch of cards to make a card i really needed because i always do the value assessment and determined and you know this is everybody knows this but if you want the most out of your dust and gold and cards in the long run, then never disenchant anything unless you have extra of it. So that's sort of how I've been doing it. Um, I don't know. It doesn't hurt me at all. And they're adding deck slots to appease some people. That's something they've been clamoring for for a while. So from instead of nine deck slots, you'll have 18. Yeah, I kind of like that uh, for the people who have a lot of decks. I don't personally, but I think that's something that uh, is a little important. Yeah, it's one of those things that is just a convenience thing for me. I don't mind 
I'm constantly <clears throat> deleting decks and making new ones, so. Yeah. Uh, I guess. I mean, it would be nice to have a few additional ones so I can keep the decks that seem to work well instead of yeah deleting them and re- remaking them. So that's big news. Big news. Definitely. Big Hearthstone news. Uh, Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens was announced. That's all we know about that. Mm-hmm. All right. I went and saw Star Wars again. Did you see it not 3D this time? Not 3D this time. Better? Yeah. Eh. 3D's gotten pretty good. Has it? Uh, I don't... I don't actively dislike it as much as I used to. I'd still prefer to see it not in 3D just because I hate having to wear the glasses. But yeah. uh, it it was fine in 3D, honest. And it, I thought it looked pretty good. I mean... Right. I don't uh, want to have to wear glasses on top of my glasses. That's really uncomfortable. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's dumb. But, yep, that was announced. Any interest? I don't think... I like the Star Wars games, but I like if I'm going to sit down and play a game, it's probably not going to be one of the... Or Lego games, I'm sorry. It's probably not going to be one of the Lego games. Once my kids get a little bit older, I can play those with them. Yeah, I uh, I like... Like you, Dan, I like the Lego games. Yeah. But it's one of those one of those games that I'll get like out of a red box at some point. Yeah. See, I, I, I buy them on steam sales for like five bucks. Exactly. So the Disgaea PC port has a release date of February 24th. That gets me excited. Disgaea. I keep saying it is the series I've been wanting to play. It has the tactical RPG style of like final fantasy tactics. Yep. Uh, I've had my eye on it for years, but it was always uh, Vita. It was a Vita series, right? Vita, uh, PlayStation. Yeah, for the most part. Vita, and then I think as of Disgaea, like 4, it went to PS. Yeah. I don't know. The new one's on PS4, and I've almost bought it a couple times. Yeah. It's tempting, but it's one of those things where I kind of want to start at the beginning. Yeah. Which, I think this is the first one, right? Yep. Okay. Goody. So that'll be nice. Uh, another release date, Doom, May 13th, was announced today for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Haven't been hearing much hype about Doom. Yeah, you're right. There hasn't really been a whole lot on it. It's I, it's Doom. Yeah, it looks neat. But... I think it looks neat, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm kind of excited for it. We'll see. It's, uh, I think it, that's one of those games, though, that everybody's kind of in wait-and-see mode. Yeah. Uh, speaking of... Sci-fi shooters. The Arbiter from Halo is coming to Killer Instinct. That's a cool character. How's that going to work? Uh, well, he's got an energy sword. Oh, he does. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's where that came from. Was the Arbiter? Gotcha. Okay. I I might even just buy that character. Yeah. I, I think the Arbiter is awesome. Do you have any other characters other than Jago? Uh. Whoever they gave me for free on the season one. Because I think that Kate went up on uh, Xbox games with gold or whatever. I was yeah. on the season one character, so I have all of them. Um, Star Citizen is free to try this week. Dan? I'm Yeah, I'm interested in that game, but it's it was just a bad week for me to try to play yeah. it. <laughs> Something like that, especially as as complex as it as it is. Yep, I uh, meant to write down the exact modes that they 
were allowing you. They're calling it the free fly event, so yeah. I imagine it was just some flying around. I think there was a combat thing you could try too. Okay. So, I don't know. I I I've, I feel like I screwed the pooch on that one. I should have tried it, considering the hype behind that one. Yeah, I'm sure that's something they'll do again, maybe closer to release. Just have yeah. another because some people like just don't get it. You know what it, what exactly it is. So. Yep. Yeah, it was just a it was just a bad week. Uh a player escaped Rocket League's wasteland level <laughs> in their little dune buggy. Did you guys watch that video? I did. No. I, I didn't get a chance to watch it. I just read about it. Uh-huh. Uh apparently it was a vast desert with some weird yeah, looking weird structures. structures. Yeah. Do you think that was intentional? I have no idea. They put that in there for somebody to break out of? You, well, if, I mean, you'd wonder why they that was because it was put there. Yeah. Like, what for, you know? I don't know that it's something you would have been able to see in the distance, even if you, like, you know, drove her up, up around the top of the wall and looked around. Like, it's, yeah. it doesn't seem like something you'd be able to see, but who knows? It was oh, pr- pretty, uh, pretty trippy. I can't wait for the Rocket League comic book Tell- series. Yeah. Or the Telltale series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rock- Telltale. Rocket, Rocket League, League. Telltale series. It's genius. That'd be all right. And uh, part of that could be playing matches of Rocket League. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. Game within the that's, game. That's meta right there, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> and the last one is the new Ghostbusters game was announced for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One to accompany the movie release July 15th. So. Cool. You know, a lot of people love their Ghostbusters. Uh-huh. All right. That's it for me. I've got two. Uh, the first being that Need for Speed Most Wanted is available for free through EA's Origin PC client. No strings attached. Just add it to your library and it's yours forever. Uh, I think I did that today or yesterday maybe. Uh, that's the same way I got Battlefield 3 was that very same way. For free. For free. Wait, the... is, when did this one come out? Uh, this was not the one that... Yeah, it was not the one that launched with uh, Xbox 360, but the more recent one. Uh, okay, I got you. Uh, so there's that. And then some software sales figures for Nintendo found this to be pretty interesting so this is for the wii u and 3ds uh i'll just read read some notables mario kart okay so the wii u sold about 12 million units mario kart 8 sold 7.24 million units it's over half of the wii u owners own mario kart 8 uh new super mario brothers u at 5.8 million units uh mario 3d world 4.63 million units Smash Brothers for Wii U, 4.61 million units. Splatoon, 4 million units, 4.06 wow. million. Which I thought was really good for, for Splatoon, new new IP. Uh-huh. Uh, Mario Maker, 3.34 million units. Um, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker HD, 1.69 million units. Wow. So 3DS games, Pokemon X and Y sold 14.46 million units. Mario Kart 7, 13.03. Pokemon Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, Alpha Sapphire, eleven point four six. Uh, Tomonachi Life, four point eight nine million. 
Dan, so. Grand Theft Auto Five sold 60 million copies. I know it did, but it also came out on Xbox 360, PS3, Xbox One, PS4, and PC. That's on five you, different platforms. Could you imagine the sales numbers if Mario Kart came out and everything? Oh, my God. I don't know. No, I don't want to imagine that. <laughs> if you want to play Nintendo games, you buy a Nintendo system, damn it. You know what? I now hate that those we know pe- Nintendo's I, listening, we it, shouldn't have said that. No, I I don't want Nintendo to. Well, yeah, I don't want Nintendo to put their games on other people's systems. No, don't do it, Nintendo. I hate that guy that's like, I want to play Mario on my Xbox One. I don't want to buy Nintendo for it. I hate that. It kind of defeats the Nintendo purpose. I don't know. If you want to play Nintendo games, you buy Nintendo systems. That's all I have to say about that. I agree. But anyway. How's your week, Corey? Um, oh shoot. Uh my week was good. I actually when I do something interesting, or at least something I think is interesting, I've been putting it in my phone so I don't forget. Good call. But I don't I don't think I had anything worth talking <laughs> about this week. I've just been playing the witness. Uh, <clears throat> oh, I watched M Night Shyamalan's The Visit. Uh-huh. I wanted Eric to be on for this because I know he's a uh maybe a closet Shyamalan fan, like I am. But uh, it was really good. If you guys get a chance, I highly recommend it. Will, I think you'd really like it. The the, the what? The Visit. The Visit? Yeah. It's about, right. it's about these two kids, and, and their mother is actually part of the story as well. Their mother is estranged from her parents. She ran away from home at an early age. Uh, but the kids want to meet the grandparents, so... The mother sends the kids off to meet the grandparents, and they're really weird. Really weird people. Is it slightly, like, horror-based? It's a little spooky, but there's a lot of, like, really good humor in it. Uh-huh. So it always breaks the tension. Okay. Uh, I think Eric would like it, too, even though he doesn't like freaky stuff. He it's, saw it. It's really not that bad. He's, oh, he did? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> he saw it with Tyler, I think. Did he like it? I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember either. Hmm. Well, I thought it was really good. And then I also watched uh, the movie uh, Spotlight, which is about it's Mark Ruffalo and Michael Keaton and Rachel McAdams. And it's about when the Boston Globe broke the child molestation story in the Catholic Church. Oh, okay. Really interesting. Uh I don't know how accurate it was, but... It felt like their goal was to make it by the book because right. it wasn't it wasn't the drama wasn't played up or anything. It was just like scene after scene of them investigating and finding out all this stuff. And it was very like dry, but really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I really recommend it. I th- it was nominated. The reason we watched it was because it was nominated for uh, Best Picture oh. in the Oscars. So cool. it's really, really interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, I also watched, after seeing The Force Awakens for the second time, I watched... Dan, you got to watch it so we can talk about it. <laughs> well, someday. Someday. Come on. I know. It's surprising um, it's still in the theaters, but it is. Yeah, well, when we went... Um, I went with Chris, who's been on the show before. We went on Sunday, and the theater was almost sold out. Yeah, still. Yeah. That's That makes me mad. Yeah. There were tons of seats. Uh, filled. 
I should say. <laughs> uh, but after watching that, I was in Star Wars mode, so I watched the first episode of Rebels, Star Wars Rebels. Yeah. Which I actually watched a while ago, but I don't think I ever finished the first episode. Because at a certain point, like I stopped recognizing things that were going on. Uh-huh. Um, but after watching it, after The Force Awakens comes out, you get a, a little more appreciation for it. Because it takes place right after Revenge of the Sith. Uh-huh. And there's uh, Obi-Wan's in it, like telling all the Jedi to stay hidden and stuff like that. So, I don't know. Got me really excited. Nice. Revenge of the Sith? Yeah, Revenge of the Sith. Anyway, that was my week. Nice. Okay. What about you, Will? Uh, did anybody watch the All-Star game? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I watched highlights of it. I, I tried to catch a little bit of it when I could, but I did watch um, highlights. Now, I know for hockey fans, the John Scott thing is probably kind of beaten into the ground. Never. But boy, what an event that was. I'll say. Um. I, as somebody who voted for John Scott for the All-Star game for the same reasons as everybody else, because it would be kind of funny uh, and have a good personality there, I don't think there was a better outcome to that. No way. You couldn't, um, you couldn't have planned it to work out better than it did. Uh, and I just really liked how the Pacific team, like, kind of banded together and won the whole thing. And I don't know. Yeah. Such a feel-good story, and like Brent Burns and Joe Pavelski was basically <laughs> John Scott's hype men the yeah. whole weekend. I yeah. don't think they weren't together at all. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was just really good to see that John Scott. His goal uh, was Duchesne chasing him. Oh, that was away. that was a legitimately good goal, and that wasn't yeah. his first breakaway either. No, uh, he nailed Patrick Kane <laughs> and then got a breakaway. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And then Kane dropped the gloves with him, yeah. which. Kane, in my book, at like I don't know him playing along with all that too is another reason. Like I really respect Patrick Kane for yeah going along with it, and everybody's cool. like genuinely appreciated John Scott's presence there. Yeah, which was cool to see. And I found it funny that uh, when they showed off the MVP candidates, how John Scott wasn't there, so everybody booed <laughs> all of the other candidates and whenever john scott got the puck he would get mvp chance yeah and i guess gary batman was like livid that john scott wasn't one of the names on uh on the ballot the nominee ballot well he probably he could probably uh gauge the wind at that point you know yeah because nashville really embraced john scott which whenever he was amazing yeah when he scored his goals the place erupted when he when they announced his name before the skills competition the crowd erupted they really and embraced him too, so I don't know when you saw if you saw when he did his first hardest shot, like Mm-mm. it was so loud and all the players were tapping their sticks that it was like deafening. He was faster uh, than someone, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he was yeah. faster than two people, two it was or three not, people. like ninety eight maybe? Ninety five, I think. Ninety five. Yeah. Still, that's fast. Yeah. Yeah. That's a hard shot. He said he uh I was reading after the skills competition interviews and he said he's gotten up to ninety nine. Okay, he said he said his goal was one hundred three. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and he also tried to get Kane to rig it with him. He was gonna have like Kane, Goudreau, Taylor Hall, uh, and like I think Jamie Ben do the harder shot so he could win. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but Kane said the NHL would be really mad if yeah. Weber wasn't in it. 
Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. So would Nashville. Because he, he had 108, right? Yeah, it was 108.1. Which is crazy. Um, and on top of just the net, like not even the John Scott stuff, like P.K. Subban dressing up as Yamir Yager. Yeah. And Brent, Brent Burns dressing up as... Uh, Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Like not, that stuff was all... Not much of a stretch, though, for Brent Burns. <laughs> I didn't know he got like he looks as wild as he does. Oh yeah, he looks like a homeless <laughs> man. Because I see his kid out there, and there's Brett Burns with his huge beard. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think Nashville put on probably the best All Star game I've ever seen. Yeah, it was good. I... Which makes which makes me happy that it was that good and everything with John Scott worked out as well. And I was listening. Uh, I assume you listened to Merrick vs. Washinsky, Will. You never miss an episode, right? No. When he was talking about Jeremy Roenick and how it seems like Jeremy Roenick has never played ice hockey <laughs> because of the way he treated John Scott. Yeah. yeah. Prior to the All-Star yeah. game, I know he apologized to him. Yeah. But uh, like Wyshynski was saying, every one of those guys at the All-Star game wanted John Scott there. He's a, a hockey player's player you know yeah. everybody likes him he's a he's a fighter he stands up for his team yeah yeah and for jeremy roenick to assume he has no place there like how how backwards is that for somebody who is well, arguably a, a hall of famer they asked yarmir yager about it and he's like he's an nhl player who played you know two 250 games in the nhl he's like there's there's not as big of a gap in skill between your worst nhl player Generally speaking, between your yeah. worst NHL player and your superstars, you know, you're still an NHL player. You have to be good enough, you know, even if your only goal is to punch people in the face, like, yeah. you still have to have a certain amount of skill to be able to punch people in the face at an NHL level, you know? Yeah. You try getting in a fist fight on ice skates. And not to mention exactly. that John Scott had never done it until the AHL. You still have to play a few shifts and you have to play normal hockey, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, apparently, John Scott had no idea that Ronick had ever said anything bad about him up to yeah. that point. So when uh, Ronick apologized to him, John Scott kind of made the joke like, oh, wouldn't be the first time you're wrong, Ronick. But <laughs> he had no idea that Ronick was actually like trapping him. <laughs> so it, to him, it was just friendly banter. But to Ronick, it was a shot back. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. pretty funny. <laughs> see the Mike Milbury stuff with that. No. Yeah, what happened with that? People don't like Mike Milbury very much. No. No, he's a D-bag. But, yeah. like, it was his line, and Mike Milbury goes, oh, there's the donut line with the hole in the center, and that's where John Scott was playing. <laughs> um, And the camera was on John Scott, and Mike Milbury says, let's get the camera off this guy. He's getting enough attention. And then when he was picking predictions for the Pacific versus the Central, he said, the Central is going to clean house because they actually are all stars and like some players on the other team. Oh, geez. Have a, have a sense of humor. Yeah. Good but God. Jeff Merrick and Wyshynski did some digging and they found out that Mike Milbury, as a coach, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago or something like that. I think it might have been longer, it might have been 20, but he put up his enforcer for the All Star game when the coaches would choose there. Uh, they're All Stars, and the only reason he didn't play was because the enforcer got hurt. Mm. So it's like funny that Mike Bill Mike Milbury is acting like that when he did the same thing like 20 years ago. He's an idiot. Yeah. He really is. He is. I know there's a petition to get him fired. No, those never work. <laughs> no. Um, NBC I, doesn't have to answer to a petition. No, they really don't. 
Um, and there's one other thing I wanted to bring up about it, but I can't quite remember. Meh, moving hey, on. Highest That's... ratings of an all-star game ever? Yeah, competing with the Pro Bowl, too. Yeah. Which, as much as people hate the Pro Bowl, it's still, like, watched heavily. Yep. Yeah, it's because people are sad that football's over, so they're like, eh, I guess I'll watch the Pro Bowl. Or wait, Which no. A lot of people... Is it? It's they have it the week between the Super Bowl and and the the conference championships now, right? It yeah, used to the be games after... were played like around the same time. Okay, it used to be after the Super Bowl, if I remember yeah. correctly. Is there uh, like a rule that says if you're playing in the Super Bowl, you don't have to go to the Pro Bowl? Yeah, you're not. They don't go to the Pro Bowl if they're playing in the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Oh, okay. They they'll have fill-ins. Yeah, the coaches for the teams would never let. No. Because I know none of the Patriots went, right? No. Even though they're not in the Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. That's why That's why the headline was there. Okay. That's right. They didn't win. But none of them went. What's the deal? Who yeah, knows? Never know. Is Tom Brady going to retire? No. No? Is, Wait, he's not, what do you he's think? not Peyton Manning, Corey. Is Come Peyton on. Manning going to retire? Yeah, the reports are that uh, this is his last game. Oh, my God. I hope he wins. Me too, which is why I'm 100% for the Broncos. (laughs) Did you guys see Calvin Johnson going to announce his retirement? Really? Yeah, supposedly. Why? Injuries? I no idea. I just saw the headline. I was like, the best wide receiver in football? Yeah. I think he's only 31, which, I don't know. That's old for football, but... Uh, the last thing is I've had a pretty tough day today Um, I woke up this morning at like 7.30 feeling really sick to my stomach but I thought it would pass Uh, it sure didn't and I think I've been throwing I threw up I stopped counting it 12 times today Um, I tried to go to school because I have biology lab at noon so at like 11, I'm driving in. I have a bucket in the escape because I got the car back. I'm driving. I am about ready to throw up. So like I'm trying to drive and balance the bucket on my lap because I was in between uh, Maine and Newark Valley. So there's really nowhere you can pull over there. Yeah. So like I'm throwing up and driving and it was awful. I get to Maine. I pull over, gather myself, start driving a little bit more to where the gas station is to when you pull off on Airport Road. Yep. Uh, and I was like, I can't do this. So I start driving back. I pull over in front of somebody's house again. I throw up. Mm. Um, I get home. I immediately throw up again. Uh, and I haven't eaten anything today besides two popsicles. And I have some jello next to me right now. But, uh, I got hit pretty hard and I, I don't know if it's from the general sickness that's been going around or if the Taco Bell poisoned my food last night when I got some, you could have food poisoning. I brought that up, but uh, mom and dad seem to think no, but I have thrown up a lot. Food poisoning is actually, like, I think it's, like, 75% of, of, yeah, quote-unquote stomach bugs is usually food poisoning. That's what I think. I I think I had something. Foodborne illness. When I was home. Will, remember when I was puking? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I picked up something. It's... I don't know. I also got Subway yesterday, but, like, I've been throwing up way too much that, like, I don't think it's just a stomach bug. Because mm. I'm starting to feel a lot better now. Like, I have a really bad headache because I haven't been able to drink water without yeah. 
throwing up. Um, so now, like, I'm just sipping on water. I have some Coke to ease my stomach. Uh, but other than that, and I'm really hungry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe you got it all out of you. I might have. Um, I've felt better because I, I haven't thrown up since, like, six. Yeah. Hopefully you're done, huh? God, I hope so. Because the last time I was in a wedding, I was throwing <laughs> up through a lot of it. So Yeah. That you were. Yeah, and I don't want to not be able to eat anything these next two days because I'm cutting weight uh, this coming Monday. Oh. Uh, so. Ooh. What, you got a bodybuilding competition? No, I'm just like, I was looking at my gut when I was laying in bed and it was spilling over my sides and I was like, ugh. Hey, welcome to adulthood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know so nothing. I wanna... <laughs> Go ahead, Dan. No, I said you know nothing about a gut spilling <laughs> over your sides. <laughs> So, I don't know. I'm at 205. I figured I might as well start losing some weight and whatnot. Uh-huh. But other than that, I'm debating if I should go to school tomorrow because I don't want to <coughs> push it, push I it. guess. I don't know. Yeah. The only thing I'm not looking forward to is my grades after missing today because I missed my biology lab, and that's like, you don't, you shouldn't miss those. Right. No. Never good. What do you get? Nope. Like one miss, right? For those? Yeah, you do. None. But we have like a we were doing a group project or whatever, and like I was not there, and like I feel bad because I don't want to be that guy that. Yeah. Did you reach out to your group? I don't have any of their numbers or Facebook or anything. Jeez. I'm gonna if I go to school tomorrow, I'll go talk to one of them. I don't know where the other person sits, but. I don't know. I tried to make it there, but I just, I honestly couldn't. Yeah. Being sick sucks. Oh, it's the worst. But that's it for my week. Okay. Um, as for me, I mean, sickness is the word of the day in my house, too. <laughs> um, I'm still recovering. I'm, I think I'm finally starting to get better, though. Uh, I haven't done as much coughing today. Uh, my ears are still... Mostly plugged, though. I still can't hear anything, which is obnoxious. Uh, But Monday, uh, both my wife and my kids, my kids got sick again. My wife got sick starting Monday. She missed three days of work in a row, which never happens. So, uh, you know, sickness has just plagued my household. (laughs) Uh, So I haven't had much time to play video games or, or do anything like that. But... Um, my friend Tim actually sold me a copy of Rise of the Tomb Raider because oh, he nice. got uh, he got the free copies of Rise of the Tomb Raider with new new graphics cards, mm. and he had one for himself, so he just sold me the other one for for twenty bucks. So I was like, hey, that's a great deal. So I have Rise of the Tomb Raider now that I I played briefly. So I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it. That was the highlight of my week so far. Um, I mean, I only, like I said, I unfortunately played it for like an hour and a half. I, if we finish, which it looks like we're going to finish before too long, this will be a short episode. Uh, I'll go upstairs and play, play some more. At least is, until, go ahead, Corey or will is XCOM launching at midnight. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Seeing as I slept all day, maybe I'll stay up and play a little bit. There you go. That's just a thought. Yeah. Um, I think that's everything. I don't think it speaking, did anything else. Speaking of XCOM, is that our episode next week? No. I'll want to have some time with it. It's supposed to be really long, so we'll do that the week after, I think. Okay. 
because I don't know with uh, you know the busy weekend that we have if, if I'll be able to get enough time with it. So, shall we get into what we played? Sure, Dan. All right, I guess I can go first. Uh, as I said, the only thing I played. Oh, I played a little bit of uh, Dragon's Dogma. Nothing to report. I played for a few hours, but I, I started Rise of the Tomb Raider. I played for about an hour and a half. I got through the the first ice area and onto the second temple. Um, there was some worry that the PC port wasn't well optimized, uh, which I can squash right now. It ran perfectly for me. Uh, Sweet. Sm- smooth as a silk, 60 frames per second. Uh, ran ran great. Looks looks amazing. Uh, there's also some people I saw complaining about the keyboard and mouse controls. They were fine. Um, people complaining just to complain. Yeah, I mean, I think cause, because I played the last one with keyboard and mouse uh, most recently, um, it's the same. So yeah. maybe because if you if you didn't play Tomb Raider before with a keyboard and mouse, maybe it was. It was a hard transition, but they complained specifically about the um, the QTEs, like when when Laura Laura has to gra- grapple onto something, uh-huh. uh, which you just push the E button for. Uh, and they complain. I don't know, complained about that, but it worked pretty well for me. It looks gorgeous. I can't wait to play more of it. Go ahead, Will. I I was I don't care why that's a huge like issue with people. You're just pressing E. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. People are some people are stupid. Very. <laughs> but yeah, it it ran great. It looks amazing. Uh, I can't wait to get some more time in it. So it's you. It's there for you to try, Corey, when you wanna when you wanna play it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Did you like the last one, Corey? I never played it. Okay, so you're basically like me. Yeah. <laughs> this will probably be the greatest thing for you then. Yeah, it'd be nice. Good four in February games, although I'm not doing that. Yeah, I wish I could. I just have so much to play. Like, I I I wanted to have at least Dragon's Dogma beaten by now, but my my gaming took a severe turd. When, That's when the worst Ill- part about being in. sick. Yeah. Yep. It takes away any desire to do anything. <clears throat> yeah. So. That's all I played. I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll play plenty more Rise of the Tomb Raider, and I can talk more about it like next week and stuff. So, did you play anything, Corey? Just the witness, Dan. And I'm gonna be honest. I think I'm all witnessed out. Oh yeah. Um, I don't want to say I've cooled off on the witness, but the charm of the game really wears off mm-hmm. after a while. Uh. Once you get to the point where you're stuck on a few different puzzles and you're constantly running back and forth and it's not clicking with you and you're just wasting hours at a time, yeah, the game stops being fun. That's and where I'm at with it, too. I really think it's a shortcoming of the game. You know, okay. part of part of a good puzzle game, especially a puzzle game with an open world that tries to tell a story of some sort, which I still haven't really figured out. Uh, pacing is important. Yeah. And I think this game falls short in that department. Uh, I get that it's a puzzle game and it's meant to be difficult, but it gets to a point where that feeling of success 
becomes fewer and further between uh-huh. yep. to the point where the game stops being fun. Okay. Here, here's, I a, know. here's a thought, Corey. I actually read a review on Steam that said said this, um, and they were comparing The Witness to uh, Portal, Portal 2 specifically, and uh, the Talos Principle. And one thing they said is there's no... At least in the Talos Principle, you have your uh, like philosophical stuff that happens in it. That if you get stuck on a puzzle, like there's that stuff that you can you can sort of solve. Um, and there's like computer terminal terminals that you have back and forth with. That's all like part of the story uh, to distract you from mm-hmm. if you're having a hard time on some of the puzzles. Uh, and then with Portal, you have you know Glados and the and the entertaining nature of of Portal. Um, yep. To distract you if you get stuck on puzzles. Yep, there's a through line exactly. in those games yeah. to to pull you through the the lulls. Yeah, and, and this, I don't think this, the witness has that. Yeah, that, that's what the person said that the witness didn't didn't have that. Um, go ahead, Will. A lot of people they they'll just say go to another puzzle and figure that one out, but it's to the point now where I'm getting stuck in every area, and I can't figure it out. Like the puzzles that I have to do. And I like I'm so close to finishing like a couple areas that I just don't want to get up and leave and start a whole new one. I just want to finish an area. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm start. I've kind of I played like three hours this week, and it's been like most of it's been me just staring at the same puzzle. Yep. I know how that goes, Will. It's frustrating. I was actually I mentioned to you guys uh, through text how there was one puzzle that was giving me such a hard time. And I probably stared at it for two hours total, you know, over a few days. Mm-hmm. And then one day I just turned it on, looked at it, and immediately clicked, and I got it on the first try. And it, it, that's how this game works. It's there's There is early on, I, I mentioned how this game was a good, <coughs> good example of game design done well, like in its purest form of how, you know, it, it introduces a puzzle with a rule to you and iterates on that rule to the point where it clicks with you and you get it and you feel really smart and you wield uh, the power of knowledge for the rest of the game because of it. But uh, the the problem with the progression being just your knowledge is, and it goes back to what you were saying, Dan, is that doesn't manifest itself in the game in any meaningful and uh, like progression kind of way. It's right. just all in your head. And that's kind of boring. Right. You know? Yeah. Especially when you can't use that. or I mean, you can, but it's not getting you anywhere. I don't know. It's I still think it's a good puzzle game. I don't... I wouldn't even say it's a great puzzle game at this point. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. I, I It's good. It's, and it, it is really interesting and, and creative uh, and stylish. But overall, I think... I don't know. It's it's a long for a line puzzle, uh, a game of line puzzles. Like seventy hours plus is a little too long. Yeah, yeah. Especially without that through line, right? Yeah, because so what por- portals? What twelve hours? Portal two? Yeah, something um, like that. I think the Talos Principle took me like seventeen. Yep, maybe. It's just, it's just enough is enough, you know. Right. I, I can't. My brain turns to mush on certain puzzles. <coughs> like I, I have to look away 
at certain points. And like I said, I keep running back. I spend more time traveling now than I am solving puzzles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the boat system is really slow. And walking after a certain amount of time is really slow, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm the 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 story part of it is still gobbled gobbledygook. I mean, the little tape recorder things are interesting at least, but uh-huh. I don't know. I think I want to play a different style of game on this island. Yeah, definitely. A shooter. <laughs> <laughs> Even an adventure, I don't know. Yeah. It'll, I mean, I'm actually at the point now I'm a few puzzles away from beating it because uh, wow, you only need to I found out you only need to light seven beacons to be able to beat it. Oh, wow. Um, and because of where I am and how I feel about the game, I'm like, screw it, I'll just go beat it now. So I'm yeah. at those, that last series of puzzles. Heard they're real hard. To beat it, really? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. I'm sick of it. I think what's his face from Giant Bob said it took him a really long time. You know, I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> I've spent enough time, like, thinking. Do you know how many hours you're at? I don't. I'll okay. check. But uh, it's a lot. Because that's pretty much the only game I've been playing. Would you say, like, 40? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Wow. Goodness. Yep. All right. I don't know. The, the luster has worn off a little bit for me. Gotcha. Okay. Will, did you play anything? Uh, other than the Smash Brothers, I've been playing a lot of Heroes of the Storm because uh, the new character, Lee Ming, officially came out. Uh, not on the public test realm. She's a lot of fun to play. I think I played a game last night that was 20 minutes long, and I was... 11, 17, and 4 with 128,000 hero damage, wow. which is a lot. Um, she just does so much damage, and the problem is she's so squishy, so your positioning has to be really good. I'm starting to get a hang of that a little bit. Um, but yeah, she's a great character. Uh, me and my friend Johnny played a game with uh, Alex, actually, and his friends. We did a team league game. I think it might be the first one for the Whoville Hotties. <laughs> Uh, which we started back in like March or whatever. Um, But we won handily uh, in that game. Nice. Which doesn't happen very often when we have a team of five for whatever reason. Um, But yeah, we won handily. I'm on a pretty nice winning streak with heroes. Uh, It's kind of one of the only games I want to play. I'm hoping XCOM kind of breaks that. I've heard great things uh, about XCOM. Is it still sitting at a 90% on Metacritic? It's pretty high. That gives me hope. I can oh, I should play it tonight. Yeah, I'll pro- I'll start downloading it tonight since I'm going to be playing your copy for a little while. Will. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, no, I'll probably end up playing a little bit of XCOM tonight then. Um, like I said, I played a little bit of The Witness. Kind of cooled off on it. Uh, how? Uh, how many have you lit? Any beacons yet, Will? No, I'm really close to like four. Yeah. It's just like. I can't seem to get... There's this one... You know the picture that I sent you guys? <coughs> I asked if any of you had any tips. Yeah. And Eric said he figured it out, but he can't give any tips without giving it away. Yeah. I just can't solve that puzzle, and I don't know why. 
I don't yeah. know what the rule is. Yep. Uh, I'm in the same boat. I have the ones that don't have any markings on them. They're just big. Uh-huh. Have no markings on, markings on them at all. Uh-huh. I can't figure out. Did you did you do the puzzles that I'm stuck on? I don't think so because what was the one you sent a picture of? It's the one where you control two lines or whatever and you have to get them to the end but they mirror each other and when you just go to the end they don't work. Like it tells me I'm wrong. Yeah, and it's a see-through panel. Yeah. Yep. No, I haven't figured those out either. It's and I look around, I stare because it's in that like desert-looking place and there's that shack off the water right there. So, like, I'm staring at that. Like, maybe that's going to give me a hint. Nothing. And it's literally, like, four more puzzles until I'm done with that area. It's the one, no dots on it, right? No dots on it, yeah. Yeah. And it, there's, like, uh, a tree with some rubble on it right above <coughs> it. Yeah, and at the top, there's the... Village? Sort of. It's down from the village, right? Yeah, it's down from the village. Yeah, I haven't figured that out either. I don't know. I... And it's fairly early in the game, so I can't figure out why I don't know it. Yeah, I really don't know. I'm I'm wondering if the see-through panel has something to do with it because I tried to solve it from the other side. Yeah, but I don't I don't know. I'm starting to like say to myself, I'm just gonna look it up so I can do it. But <laughs> I think I'm gonna maybe I'll do a second playthrough, but I'll just look up all the rules as you get there. Yeah. yeah. The, like, the ones I haven't figured out on my own yet. I've been so close to looking them up, but I just, you know, can't bring myself to do it. Same here. I don't want to be that guy that does that. Yeah. But like I said, I'm I'm already at the point now where I can beat it, so I'll just beat it. and Say I beat it of my own, you know, hard Your work, own. but then I'll cheat on the second playthrough and... Take that, Jonathan Blow. Yeah. Another all that. Uh, other than that, I don't think I've honestly played anything worth mentioning. Okay. I'm excited for Firewatch, by the way. Me too. Is that I next week? Yeah. The Tuesday. ninth. I don't really know what the object of this game is, other than walk around. Yeah. You but have I'm to. Uh, you go to these panels, and they have line puzzles on them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the art styles look very similar. Yeah, they do. And I'm like, oh god, I don't want to solve puzzles for 24 hours. I think doesn't Unravel come out next Tuesday too? I think so. Jesus. Oh my god, you're right. That's not good. Yeah. A lot of stuff coming right around yeah, the corner. It's a there's actually quite a few games coming out in February and March. We got Fire Emblem soon too, Dan. I know. End of end of February. Yeah, the night 18th maybe. Okay. I'm so excited for Fire Emblem. Me Can too. I borrow one of your 3DSs after? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Unless you guys use it all the time. Nope. No, I mean, after I beat Fire Emblem, I won't use mine again, I don't think, until uh, the Bravely Second comes out, which I think is April. Same. Yep, same here. So, yeah, you can you can borrow mine if you want. <clears throat> Whichever version you want to play more, Corey. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, shall we get to feedback? yeah all right i have the one in our email core i don't know if you want to double check and see if we have anything from facebook or twitter okay for feedback this is from idaho jake 
who says, Hello, fellas. I haven't been in a mode for games this week, so I played a beta Fallout, uh, and I played only a few hours of the Division beta. I'm not sure if I like the Division because it seems like they are going to push you to do nothing but the Dark Zone. I played almost all of Destiny by myself, and if they let me do that, I may get it, but I really would like to do the campaign with friends. One problem uh, I think I will have is not very many of my PS4 friends are getting it. Hope you guys are playing on live streaming on Ravel. I really want to see that game. Now, for question of the week, what two gaming companies would you like to see come together to make a game? I'd like to see the Ubisoft studio that makes Far Cry and Bethesda. That's a good question. I've got one. Bioware and... Uh, I don't know. No, uh, who, Hello Games. <laughs> Hello Games. <laughs> Bioware. Bioware. <laughs> that's, yep. that's weird. Uh, no, I would like to see From Software make a Legend of Zelda game. <sighs> Dan nailed it. Yeah. yeah, Dan did nail it. That's the one. <laughs> We've talked you... about this. Wow. <laughs> We've talked about this before. Uh, my all mine would be some other company taking one of Nintendo's characters or properties and making their type of game. Yeah, you know. That would that would just for Nintendo to branch off a little bit and uh, Bioware and Mario RPG exactly something like that. Yeah, it would be it would be Bioware Nintendo and, and someone else. But, I think Bioware and whoever makes Age of Empires would be good. But specifically, uh, from software making a making a Zelda game, uh, Legend of Zelda game would be absolutely amazing. How about Tecmo Koe and Nintendo with Zelda? Mm. Tecmo Koei. Yeah, they already did that. That's a high reward. <laughs> oh, yeah. How about yeah. Konami and Kojima Productions? <laughs> Making a game together? Yeah. Again, for old, ti- for old time's sake? No, unless it's going to be a mobile game or a, a pachinko machine, they have no interest. That's true. Bioware and Fallout. So are you are you are you making a joke that uh, Fallout needs to be an actual RPG? <laughs> yeah, I am. You, how dare you? No, what do you? I mean, what do you guys want to see? Oh man, I still want a Bioware or a Mass Effect RTS. I think it'd be really cool to play as the different races and whatnot in that, like Turian, Asari. Yeah. So, Bioware, what company would you want to make it? Is it Ensemble that does Age of Empires or Microsoft? I don't even know anymore. Yeah. Uh, well, it was... Ensemble. Ensemble. Or Creative Assembly. Creative Assembly. No, uh, they do um, the Total War, pretty sure. No. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Because they're doing Halo Wars 2. That's right. Uh, Microsoft Game Studios, right? Did Maybe. Age of Empires. Whoever did Age of Empires with Bioware... I'll look it up. How about Blizzard? And Bethesda. I was going to say... No, never mind. Blizzard and Ubisoft. Ubisoft... And... Wait, wait, wait. Developers of... Age of Empires have been Ensemble Studios, Big Huge Games, and Robot Entertainment. That's right, Big Huge Games. 
I think they did three. Also made Dungeon Siege? Big oh, huge really? games. Uh, they Thanks. did the first one, I think. Uh, Square... Square Enix? I th- well, they might have published the rest of them. I'll look it up. Big huge games. I have Dungeon Siege. One Rise of Nations. Yeah. They did. Games. I want to see something with Paradox. Par- uh, Paradox is my favorite publisher. They make awesome games. Paradox and, I don't know, Dan, what what do you want to see in the grand strategy Ooh, what would style? Make, make a great, great, a good grand strategy game. XCOM, Firaxis, and uh, Paradox. <laughs> That's a little too much strategy. <laughs> That's a double dose of strategy. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> strategy. Oh, God, let me think here. It would be Paradox Development instead of the Paradox Publishing. Um, let's see what would make. I mean, I guess I'm going to go with Nintendo again. Grand, a Nintendo Grand Strategy game. Hmm. That would work. That would work on the Wii U or 3DS. Has Nintendo done anything in strategy? Strategy wise, uh, Pikmin. Yeah. It's a little bit yeah, strategy. Pikmin and Paradox. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be strange. Your Pikmin would have to have relations with each other, and oh, man. <laughs> you're really weird. <laughs> Jake says uh, Yarny in Witcher Three, so it would be who's Yarny? They're independent, right? Yeah, that's uh, well, no, they're uh, they're EA Unravel. They're yeah. cold something. Yeah, games. Cold Wind Games or something. And but they're CD Projekt Red, published by EA. Yeah. Paradox and. I don't think I don't, there's I don't I don't think anything Nintendo would fit with Paradox. I really don't. Yeah. Who does Mountain uh, Blade? Um. Uh. Uh. Tail Tail Worlds Tail World. Oh. They Paradox add, and Star Fox. Paradox published Mountain Blade and Mountain Blade Warband. They're not publishing uh, Bannerlord. Does one. Paradox make any 4X space games? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which ones? Do you know? No, they're coming out with a new one, and I can't think of the name of it. It's supposed to, I think it's supposed to come out this year. I'll look it up, but they are coming out with one right now. A friend of mine, I think I told you this, Dan, is huge into the Paradox games. Oh, yeah. Is that Victor- Victoria? Victoria, yep. And what's, uh, what's their other big one? Crusader Kings. No, another one. Europa Universalist. Hearts of Iron. Hearts of Iron. That's the other one. Hearts He's, of Iron Force will come out pretty soon. Loves those games. He's also a engineer. Uh, engineer. Uh, okay. Uh, defense contractor. Oh, Hearts of Iron Four is going to be uh, all like set you know set during World War Two, and you can pick like the smallest country that had nothing to do with World War Two and and be involved in it. Or not? Could you just try and stay neutral? Yeah, you could do whatever that would you be like. Awesome. Next Switch turn. Next turn. <laughs> Next turn. Uh, I've been. Ha- I've had a hankering for something like that. Something to some strategy game you can really sink your teeth into. Yeah, I have over two hundred hours into Crusader Kings too. Maybe I'll give that a whirl again. You should. 
It's really rewarding once you learn how to play it and do everything. You've got to you've got to start off in Ireland, Corey. You tried to start off in the middle of um, chaos. Mm. They say the best way to learn that game is to start off in Ireland because you're kind of isolated from everywhere else, mm. and it's usually like a while before England invades, so you have time to learn the game first. Mm. That's the best place to start. Maybe you and I should sit down, Dan. Yeah, and you can walk me through it. Stellaris is going to be their upcoming forex strategy game. Stellaris. That's yeah. a dumb name. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Is there a release date? I don't think it's that bad of a name. I don't think so. Uh, Stellaris? No release date yet. It, I'm guessing it has something to do with space. Yeah, yeah. it's if they're forex. Grand strategy game. Did I completely miss that part of the conversation? Dan, maybe you know the answer to this question. Uh-huh. Beardless asks, does Bioware still have that super secret project going, or was that just the Shadow Realms nonsense? I think it was the Shadow Realms thing. I haven't heard that that, that they've been working on anything new. Yeah, I think it's the Shadow, or was the Shadow Realm stuff. I mean, if you ask me, they probably scrap that and putting put it like scrap that as as an original IP and are like going to put that into something they already have. You know, that's what that's what they do a lot of times. Yeah, like they'll figure out a way to fit it into Mass Effect or Dragon Age or something. You know, mm-hmm. they'll take elements from that. Yeah, I don't. As far as I have, as far as I've heard, they haven't started working on anything new since that. That was supposed to be like a asymmetrical co-op game right like it was uh, fable legends but bioware yeah yeah that's the impression that i got okay mm. do we have any other feedback nothing on facebook okay nothing on twitter i don't think all right i got a question let's Go hear ahead, it well shortly after you die and a life stat screen shows up what's the first thing you check Life stats? Yeah. Anything. Any, any stat you want. <laughs> Made me think of this really good video I watched. Uh, I don't know if it was an ad. It was just like, uh, you know, people make those funny videos on YouTube, a short, uh, about this guy that died. And what was he? he was in a box with somebody who was judging him and told him, you have one minute to ask any question you want. And I'll answer it for you. So he just starts rapid firing questions. Yep, and they're really good. And I'll just—you should watch the video because it's really funny. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'll spoil it. Otherwise, it's not worth me talking about it. It come to find out, he asks about this girl that he had an affair with, and and then uh, at the end of the minute, the walls fall down, and the guys like wife is standing outside and she's like, you cheated on me? And it's just one big prank to get her to admit that he was cheating on her. Wow. It was really funny. Wait, this is on YouTube? Yeah. Awesome. Really good. He asked questions like, do I have a soulmate? And the guy's like, yeah, her name was Karen. <laughs> he's like, well, where was she? Oh, you're at a steakhouse in you know 2012. You sat next to each other, but you never said anything. Kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. It was really funny. Nice. Really well done. Nice. But to answer Will's question, life stats. 
I'd want to know how much pizza I ate. It could be anything from that to, like, how many times you inadvertently avoided death by, like, leaving a second earlier. How many uh, deaths you caused by whatever. Those are some interesting be... question, uh, interesting thoughts. Anything like that. I asked my friends this, so I got some some examples. Let's hear them. Uh, one of them said... Uh, one of them said how many times they or how long they spent unhappy. One of them was um, how many girls he missed the opportunity with. Uh-huh. Which I wouldn't want to know any of that. Yeah. Nor I. Um, one was if it took all of his poop that he's pooped throughout his life, how long of a wall it would be. <laughs> nice. Um, stuff like that. Okay. Mm. I'd want to know things like, you know, if I didn't play video games, how... Where would you be? Where would I be? You well, know, that, that kind of stuff. That's like hypo- hypotheticals. Hy- yeah, that's hypothetical. You wouldn't know that from looking at a stats page of yeah. of your life. Uh, how about percentage of time wasted? <laughs> <laughs> that's subjective, though. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm sure there is a rough estimate of the amount of time that we've wasted. Well, time wasted may, may be uh, one thing to you, but something else to someone who is compiling your list of that's, your stats. That's hard to measure, I guess. What about what about things that could really get into... Uh, like, could I say... Could I look at the stat that says what percentage of uh hmm, how would i phrase it to find out if there's like alien life hmm. I don't know. like you being able to know if there's alien life yeah how could you phrase that like from what your... percentage of species or uh sentient intelligent life form I don't know where you're going with this, Corey. How could I look at that stats screen to determine whether there's alien life? How could you look at your stats page for your life and figure out if there's alien life? Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I don't think you can. No. If you worked for NASA, you probably could. Like, how many times did I miss discovering alien life? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I I could look at that for myself. The answer would probably be zero, but yeah, yeah, you could you could apply that to yourself. But if you work for NASA, not thumbstick athletes, I would mostly want to know about stuff I ate. You know, how much pizza? pizza? No, I that's what I'd be interested in. It's a disgusting (laughs) amount. I know that. I know that much. But especially since this week when I've been sick, it's the only thing that's appealed to me. So that's all I've eaten for supper pizza pie for the most part i guarantee that's probably an ask reddit to this question yeah you get some get some weird answers yeah reddit reddit is strange valerie says in the chat how many times did i read a lie from the government that would be a good one speaking of that i just saw that the white house wants to uh tax ten dollar ten dollars per barrel of oil to fund clean energy. Hmm. Like that $10 will get 
you know, Spent use for the right. towards that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's, it'll Sorry, go, it'll go to it'll go to fun state dinners, yeah, okay. like they yeah, always yeah. do. All right, any other thoughts? No, that's a good question, though. Will you come up with something? Let me know. I'm curious. Mine would be all food food related. It just would. That's that's where my interest lies. Mine would all be like personal, <laughs> like. Like how many women women could I have dated if I just asked them? Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't want to know that because I'd probably get really depressed <laughs> by the number. Or maybe not. Well, yeah, you'd well, probably be depressed either way if there was not yeah. very many or if there was a lot. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't want to know if there was like two, but I wouldn't <laughs> want to know if there was like 500. Yeah. Yeah. It's best to just not even go with that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so next week we don't know what we're going to be doing yet, right? I think it's probably too early to do XCOM. Depend- I think it depends on how much we play it. Yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll leave that up to uh, how much we all get to play. Sure. Because I do like I do prefer to have a faster turnaround on on games. So yeah. All right. Uh... Yeah, that'll do it for episode 237 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm well. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. Yeah!